Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Builder Show. And today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about every Amazon seller's worst nightmare. No, I'm not talking about flat files. I'm talking about getting your account suspended. And we are going to be talking about how to avoid it, uh, some common errors sellers might make. And so this is going to be an informative episode for you to file away uh, to try and avoid this ever happening to you. Um, and we have brought the guest uh, the experts to talk about this onto the show today and from Get Unsuspended. And welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Ben. It's absolutely so great to be here and to be able to give your um, listeners some wonderfully good free advice and hopefully they won't get their accounts suspended. Or if they do, what to do on getting them unsuspended. Absolutely. And great to have a fellow Brit on, on the show. Lots of our <laughs> guests are from uh, America, as we said sort of before recording, which is great. You know, I love you Americans out there. You know, you, you guys are amazing. But us Brits, you know, we're over here working hard in the cold, in the rain, you know, and nobody's thinking about us much. But here we are. Uh, so it's good to have you on the show today, Anne, a fellow, uh, fellow Brit on the show. And uh, we'll, we'll try not to talk about the weather. We'll try and talk about something uh, that we can control a bit more, which is uh, account uh, suspensions on Amazon, which is going to be uh, maybe some people might think uh, not a particularly glamorous topic. But if you are generating revenue for your business on Amazon and your account gets shut down, uh, boy, that's a pretty serious issue. So uh, these are going to be really key things to know and remember uh, so that you can really safeguard your business so we'll dive into that in a minute but before we do and give us a bit of background about yourself who are you give us some more history about the company and uh, and then we'll dive in well thank you um so basically um get unsuspended was uh started in 2017 because we realized that a lot of people were being um suspended because they didn't understand the process by which um amazon worked so a lot of people would do something along the lines of they receive the email from Amazon, they panic, they contact Amazon and they say, how does this work? What do I do? What's the timeline? Um, please help me. I don't understand. And because of that and because of the process, Amazon would then stop talking to them because every time you, you talk to Amazon, it's seen as a communication. Now, I joined um, Get Unsuspended basically because I love to help people. And one of the things that I love about Get Unsuspended is we give so much free advice away. And yes, we are a business. Yes, um, you know, we, we have packages that people can purchase and I'll talk about those later. But at the end of the day, I'd love to help people. And if we can get their accounts unsuspended by just me giving one email or two emails of advice, great, happily do that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so that's that's kind of my journey into get unsuspended. It was just I like to help people. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's dive into it because it is a topic that does generate a lot of fear, I think, amongst Amazon sellers. I know when I, I've got this vivid memory when I started selling on Amazon when my daughter had just been born, and I was having issues with uh, compliance with some of my products. And I remember being in the room with her because I was giving my wife the night off, trying to get her, get, let her get some sleep, and being, um, you know, up with my daughter. She's screaming. She's got colic. And then I've got my Amazon account issues in the mid in the middle of the night. It's kind of like, uh, you know, way. Uh, it was way less 
serious than I'll make it sound, but it felt to me like, oh my gosh, this is like a really scary moment because this new fledgling business that I'm excited by and is beginning to take off, all of a sudden it could come crashing down like a house of cards. And so I know, you know, there's lots of Amazon sellers out there that do feel that can happen to them. Um, what are the common reasons that accounts do get suspended, firstly, so that we can avoid them? You know, prevention is the best medicine, isn't it? So how do we do that? Absolutely. So um, basically, when you very first set up your Amazon account, if you're a brand new person and you've never really done this first, you will. there's a potential for you to be uh, suspended before you've even opened your account. So that's really scary in itself. And that comes down to the verification process. Now, the verification process, as you know, because you've been through it, um, means that you have to produce utility bills, passport, things like that. But it can be something as silly as when you send a copy of your passport over or a, a utility bill that you can't see the four corners of the document. And they could suspend you for that because they're not seeing that it's a real document. It could just be something that you faked. And so they suspend you for that until they can actually prove that this is real. So that's the very first suspension you can get before you even sell anything on Amazon, which is absolutely terrifying because you're trying to start this business and all of a sudden it's just gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's awful. Um, the other things, IP is always an issue. You know, people selling brands they shouldn't do. Um, a classic example is number seven. Um that is owned by Boots in itself and is not one unless you have a letter of authorization from them, stay away from it. Yeah. Um, apparently, they used to give authorization for people to resell number seven, but they don't now. Okay. Um, so there's IP issues, there's um, verification issues, there is um, invoices. So when people um, have to send invoices into Amazon to say, look, this product is authentic. Yeah. Um, again, there could be something wrong with the invoice. So a lot of people get caught out because if the, say for instance, your postcode is slightly incorrect or there's a letter missing or something like that, Amazon will suspend your account until mm -hmm. they can prove or you can prove that actually that is an authentic invoice. It is you and they will then come back and unsuspend your account. But yeah. all the while you're going through this, you have, as you said, that fear that this wonderful business that you're setting up is banned. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, um, do, do you find yourself working with a lot of wholesale sellers as opposed to brands or is it a good... all different? Yeah. All different, I mean, completely across the spectrum. Um, and we have people over in France, we have people in Australia, we have people in America, mm -hmm. um, all who use our services. So we, we tend to find that even though they're in different countries, it's exactly the same mm. um, suspensions. Yeah. So we can help these people. So we, d we don't have to specifically um, stick to the UK, which is lovely. It means we can help other jurisdictions as well. Yeah, definitely. I know Amazon have changed their stance somewhat over the years, but one of the big fears used to be multiple accounts, you know, and how that whole setup works. Can you sort of shine some light and maybe dispel some fears for us about a, um, you know, do you see suspensions coming from uh, people being accused of having multiple accounts? And, and B, if someone does have, say, two businesses, are there any things they should be doing, um, you know, just to avoid getting their account suspended in for any reason? 
To be honest with you, the, the biggest thing, if you want to have two accounts, the biggest thing is if you've already opened one account, contact Amazon before you open the second account. Mm. Because if you let Amazon know exactly what you're doing, then you're likely to get it passed through, not suspended. Because if you open multiple accounts with the same name, email address, um, IP address, they could suspend you because they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so it, my our suggestion, not my suggestion, but our suggestion at Get Unsuspended is contact Amazon before you open the second account, yep. get their approval, tell them what you're doing, because then you've got recourse to go back to them should they come back and say, oh, what's going on here? But you've then got recourse to say, actually, mm. we checked this with you. You approved it before we actually did it. Mm. So that's our best advice for um, having multiple accounts on, yep. on your system. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I manage multiple and I've been a proponent of it and I've taught our community how to actually set it up so you can log in through one login and access all the accounts. And, and so I often get the question um, about getting suspended in that way. And so I'm always like, no, as long as you set it up with different legal entities um, and, yeah, as you said, ask permission and all that kind of stuff, that's absolutely fine. Um, the, the question I often get as a rebuttal on that is um, what about IP sharing? Um, you mentioned IP as intellectual property, yeah. but uh, IP address as in address, um, yeah. I, I've got an account um, and my uh, say I live with my brother. He's also got an account, um, you, you know, but we're accessing them on the same Internet connection. Am I going to get in trouble with Amazon there? Do you, do you ha have any clients that have issues with that? Um, we do. We do have issues, but the issues that we find that Amazon do are literally, it will be a case of if one account gets suspended, then the other one is likely to get a suspended until you can actually prove they're separate accounts. Right, okay. So that's why we, we, we kind of say, if you go to a friend's house and you've got your seller central open, close it before you walk in their house and connect mm. to their Wi-Fi, yeah. because if their account gets suspended then you're potentially going to sure. as well because yeah. it's then been linked to the ip address yeah um so yeah it's it's a difficult one but if you've told amazon what you're doing you're less likely to be suspended for that reason yeah yeah for sure yeah that's good because some people assume it's just the fact that there are two accounts on the same ip just just that fact would get it suspended but i've said no like i and maybe i should stop but i go to like coffee shop and uh you know open up my seller central account and there's been like hundreds of people in there and who knows maybe there's been another amazon seller that's been in that coffee shop that same day that same week and opened their seller central and you know maybe i should stop doing that i do sometimes think this is a little bit risky maybe but um it is <laughs> yeah well I, I don't know like i've been doing it five or six years now and it's not i've never had any problems touch wood um, but maybe um, maybe I should stop doing that, should I? The, the thing is, if if you go if you go to a coffee shop and you're working on your Seller Central account, if everything is okay there and no one else is being suspended on that IP address, you should be fine. Yeah, it's if someone else gets suspended yeah. and then there's a potential that you could get suspended because mm. they've linked the two IP addresses, yeah. and then you've got to go through the whole. Well, actually, that's not my home IP address. That's a mm. coffee shop. That's, you know, um, I wouldn't say don't ever do it, but I would say be very careful. Okay. All right. Uh, what about, uh, I'm really testing you, I know, I'm sorry, but um, oh, no. <laughs> what about, um, so I've got, I set myself up as a super user across the accounts, like a, a, 
a, a user account on Seller Central that's not the main holder of the account, the brand email maybe is the main holder. If I log into my uh, one that accesses them all, but then um, because there's a few things that only the account owner can do, like connecting um, apps like um, software like Helium 10 or whatever, and um, changing payment details, a few things like that. So I might, like, might log out of mine and then log into the brand's one um, but I am a bit nervous about that, and I'll log into the brand one like on my iPad, hotspot to my phone to avoid <laughs> the whole connection. It's, it's, it's stupid. I, th- I think maybe it's stupid, but what, do you think there are any issues there? Um, I would continue to do that if I was yeah. you. Yeah. Um, keep them separate as much as you mm. possibly can. Yeah. Um, it, Amazon are a, very, a really funny beast mm. because sometimes everything is absolutely okay, and then sometimes it's not. Yeah. And you don't want to be caught out on a day that it's not, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I would just continue. If it's worked so far, continue to do that because, um, yeah, yeah you, you you don't want the accounts linked yeah. as, if you can help it. I thought you were going to dispel my fears and say, no, Ben, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. So I'll, I'll keep doing my roundabout, <laughs> difficult way of doing it. That's fine. Um, I, I see a lot of uh, people on Twitter, or X as it's now called, um, tagging amazon seller support um you know we've been suspended for 30 days now 40 days now um you know basically complaining amazon's kind of uh, almost ruined their business if you do get suspended um what are some of the things that you need to do to get your account back up and running quickly so um it really depends on what the actual violation is but i would say right from the beginning and this is um a, a pivotal point for anyone listening this is this is the the main thing when you receive your email from amazon saying that you have been suspended or at risk or deactivated read the email read it carefully find out from there exactly what the information is that they need but also look at the timeline because you can be suspended a second time for not contacted them in the deadline that they've given you so some ip um uh, violations are 24 hours you have to collate all the information get it back to amazon within 24 hours now if you're not reading your emails often enough if you're not going into your seller central account enough and, and seeing the violations come up you could absolutely miss that and then you'll get suspended again for that so you you get rid of the first violation but then you're still suspended because then mm. you know you broke the timeline yeah so um Big piece of advice, always read your emails every day, especially if they're from Amazon. Even if they're ones that say, you know, oh, hello, how are you? Just read them, get rid of them. But, you know, make sure there's nothing in there that you need to know about your account. Um, The second big piece of advice here is if you're doing a plan of action, which um, quite often you will have to do to get your account unsuspended. So when you're doing a plan of action, it's basically a one stroke, two page document. It starts off very polite, very courteous towards Amazon. If you are, yeah, if, if, if you're any way upset with Amazon, which you will be, mm. but you write that in the email, it's going to go a long way to keeping your account suspended. Mm. So be polite, be courteous, list the, the root cause of what's happened, the violation, And sometimes you'll have to do a bit of detective work. So read the email. And if you're not 100% clear, go into your Seller Central account, look at the orange or red triangles, have a look, see what's there. And then you'll be able to hopefully work out what the ASIN is that they're talking about 
you know, what the actual violation is with regard to that particular ASIN. Um, and in the plan of action, do the root cause of it. Um, if you have to put supplier details, put supplier details. So make sure you list out supplier name, address, telephone number, um, customer service email address if you can, uh, VAT number, the ASIN that you're actually talking about. And um, obviously tell them that you would never knowingly violate Amazon's policies and you're very sorry and you apologise and you want to work with them to get it sorted. You know, it's all about being really polite, courteous and giving them the information that they need. If you have to attach an invoice to it, um, make sure that the invoice has your name and address in the in the shipping. Doesn't matter about delivery, but in the shipping areas, um, make sure you can see all four corners of the document because that could potentially be a forgery if not. So they will always reject it if you can't see the four corners. Yeah. Make sure it's not blurry. Make sure it's up the right way. One thing you've really got to remember about Amazon is the fact that they will never ever delve into your account. They will never look at things. They will never go, oh, here's an invoice. I'll have a look at that address and I'll possibly phone them. They won't do that. What they'll do is they'll look at the plan of action and go, right, there's the name and address. I'll phone them and check. Mm. They won't actually look at the invoices. They do to make sure they're, uh, I want to use the word kosher, but, you know, mm. to make sure they're, they're, they're correct and concise, yeah. but they won't actually take the information from them and act on it. So anything like that, you actually need to put in your plan of action. Um, and then any communication you have with, um, if, if you don't have to do a plan of action, if you're just literally sending invoices in, make sure in the little comments box that you put the ASIN number that this all relates to. And anything you can give, like the supplier details, put it in that box. Because again, Amazon will not go looking for it. They're expecting you to provide it. And the, you know, one of the things we, we actually say is, just remember that Amazon is not going to do your job for you. It's yeah. you, you need to make the job easy for Amazon. Otherwise, they will keep you suspended. Yeah. And the biggest thing is Amazon will rarely accept your first plan of action. Very rare. Okay. It could take two, three, four, six months, 12 yeah. months. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult. It is difficult sometimes, but you've just got to persevere. And when you do a plan of action... If they reject it, don't write another one. Just add to the one you've already sent. So you just keep adding information in. Mm, okay. So I hope that have, you, uh, have you worked with people that have been unable to recover their account? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they've, they've got to the point where they have decided that um, they don't want to continue fighting it any further, wow. which is a real shame. But they've been going for... A long time mm. um, to be honest with you people that have that kind of issue are people who have started off trying to do it on their own mm. so what they've done is they've come to us about six months in and gone right I've sent 12 plan of actions 16 copies of my invoices you know things like that and we've had to start from the beginning and try and help them get through mm. um, whereas people that have come to us and said oh, my account's suspended, what do I do? And given us all the information, we've got their account back in two plan of actions, which has taken mm. a week. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, different people, different things have happened. Mm. Um, but sometimes Amazon just doesn't like people. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's crazy. And, and also, it? one thing I, I need to tell your listeners, sorry, one thing I need to tell them is the fact that every time you communicate with Amazon, it's a different person you're getting. Mm, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. never go back to the same person. So it's not like they're reading your plan of action going, oh, yeah, they've given me that information so I can, mm. um, you know, just add that in. That's, that's fine. I'm happy with that. They're new people each time reading your plan of action. And someone did a, um, a statistic ages ago where they did some research and they basically found out that Amazon um, people who are reading the plan of actions and deciding whether people get their accounts back or not have between 7 and 12 minutes per plan of action. Wow. Now, that's not a lot of time to actually make a decision on whether someone can keep their business or not. Yeah. So that's why we say keep it concise, keep it polite, you know, yeah. don't waffle. They don't want your life history. They don't care and they haven't yeah. got time to read it. Yeah, I've found myself um, for like non-account suspension stuff, but just normal sell essential stuff when there's an issue is I heard a tip a while ago and I started doing it is um, kind of re uh, reconfirm all of the points in each update yes. to the case you do because if you just reply with an additional point yeah it'll be someone completely new and they won't have the full history so if you just summarize it really quickly for them it brings them up to speed and as uh, that actually has really helped um get some better results so yeah, yeah I can definitely always similar. do that it's it's mm. so much better to just as you say recap and then mm. go on and just add extra information in that's why we say you know do one plan of action and then just keep adding stuff mm. to it because it will all help. But yeah. we'll also say just be a little bit careful when you add extra stuff in. Don't take them down the rabbit hole of keeping yeah. you suspended because you've put something in there that they're not aware of. Mm. So, for instance, um, if you say something along the lines of, oh, yes, well, um, when I went to this place and picked that up, hang on a second, we've mm -hmm. never, you know, as an Amazon person, we've, we've never dealt with you dealing with this particular section. So we're going to yeah. keep you suspended until you can actually tell us what you're doing in that section. Yeah. So, yeah, just be a bit careful about what you put. So you just be concise, be truthful. Don't lie at all because they can ask you to prove it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, don't embellish. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think obviously we've covered lots of, uh, you know, what to avoid, what to do if it does happen to you. Do you have any other uh, kind of uh, tips or advice that you can give for our listeners to keep their account in good standing? Uh, anything, yeah, anything else you can add before we finish up? Well, um, as I said to you earlier, we have packages. Hmm. So if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll go through the packages. And then yeah. if, if anyone's interested, then they, they can come and talk to us about it. So we have three packages. So we have Suspension Protect. And that is for a small monthly fee. Someone can um, come to us at any time and say, look, my account's in jeopardy. I need some help. Can you help us? And we'll look at the account and we do a six monthly review on that. So we look at your account health. We look at, you know, how to increase it. We look at um, what you've done in the past and, and we'll give you lots of information as to how to keep your account healthy. But as I say, it's a small monthly fee and it is literally insurance if you like um we hold your hand through absolutely everything we guide you we talk to you we give you our templates we help you right from the beginning so that if you should be at risk suspended or even deactivated we can jump in straight away and help you get your account back and as i said earlier it's a lot easier to do that right at the beginning than six months in when mm. lots of times passed and lots of communication has happened um then we have our suspension assist, which is if you have been suspended. 
um, that is um, a one-off payment and it basically means we give you all of our templates, we tell you how to write stuff, we hold your hand through the whole thing, but you essentially do everything. Um, and then we have our gold star service, which is Suspension Pro, which again is a one-off payment and again is if you're suspended or deactivated. Um, and then what happens is we write everything for you. We write all the communication to Amazon. We write all of the plan of actions for you and we send them to you. And all you have to do is click upload to Amazon. Um, but one thing I do like about Get Unsuspended is if even if you have no package with us, we will happily answer any of your questions. Mm. So you can come to us. You can say, look, um, I've got this email. I don't really understand it have you heard of this one before? Could you help us? And we'll happily just reply back to you and go, yeah, what this actually means is you need to send invoices or a plan of action mm -hmm. or, and this is how, you know, we'll give you the bare bones of how to write it and, and yeah. give you lots of information. Yeah. Um, but one very big essential tip on this is one communication from Amazon, one communication from you. Sure. Don't keep bombarding them with questions and, yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, if if any one of your followers um, would like to contact us and just ask a basic question, happy to answer them. Um, it's help at getunsuspended.com. Perfect. And um, then the website is just getunsuspended.com. It is. And yeah. so is our TikTok and so is our YouTube. And nice. last Wednesday of the month we do a live. So if anyone's got any particular um, things they would like me to talk about, mm. I'm happy to do a live on that particular subject. So... Perfect. Yeah, that's that's a really good resource to have. Obviously, the plans there, you know, sellers will know they've got that to fall back on. But, to, uh, you know, to have that extra content as well is, is really, really useful, because as we've said, it is something that does concern Amazon sellers. Mm. Um, and it is uh, good to have that in the back pocket as such, um, so that we know there's, um, you know, there, there's hope, even if the worst does happen, and that dreaded email does come. Um, <laughs> there, there is there is hope there. Um, and this has been really informative um it's been really helpful uh and uh you know i'm sure sellers will, will take a lot of solace in the um the information and the, the contacts that you've um sort of given us thanks so much for taking time out and coming on we, we really appreciate it wonderful being here thank you so much for for having me on your podcast it's been absolutely great and um yeah if anyone ever gets suspended please do come and talk to us we'll we'll give you as much help as we possibly can definitely yeah it must be quite rewarding to um you know to be able to help people for such a an important thing you know when they get their account back it must be a great feeling it is actually we we all do the high fives and mm. yeah it's it's really good um yeah. it's it's lovely to to have the messages come through saying oh my account's back thank you so yeah. much and it's like oh this is great yeah. yes we got another that's one awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that's awesome Good stuff. Well, thank you again. And thanks to everyone for, for listening. If you ever do find yourself in a spot where you need to get your account unsuspended, uh, then definitely check Anne out and all the information on getunsuspended.com. We'll leave the links for that in the show notes and the description. So do check those out. And uh, if you have liked the episode, please do like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you in the next episode, same time next week. Take care.